Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and Game Sense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. I know you're paying attention to global events. Wars bubbling up everywhere. Countries are buying and hoarding mass amounts of gold. Why aren't you? It's time to pull the trigger with Oxford Gold Group and buy gold and silver. Nobody can predict the future, but we can't put our heads in the sand either. Call Oxford Gold Group right now and you may qualify for up to $10,000 in free precious metals. Call 833-995-GOLD. That's 833-995-GOLD. 833-995-G-O-L-D. The 2024 election is upon us, and now is the time to fight back against the war on masculinity in American society today. Thankfully, the patriots at Chalk, C-H-O-Q, are here to help real American men maximize their masculinity by boosting testosterone levels up to 20% over 90 days. I've been taking a male vitality stack from Chalk for like three years now. It is incredible. They are here to help make American men strong again. Testosterone testosterone fueled again maximize your masculinity today at choq.com use the code jesse for a massive discount on any chalk subscription for life choq.com code jesse limited time offer subscription cancelable at any time hey everyone it's ted from consumer cellular the guy in the orange sweater and this is your wake-up call If you're paying too much for wireless service, you don't have to keep having that nightmare. Consumer Cellular has the same fast, reliable coverage as the leading carriers for less. And for a limited time, new customers receive their second month free when they sign up and use promo code MONTHFREE by May 31st. So why keep spending more than you have to? Seriously, wake up and call 1-888-FREEDOM or visit ConsumerCellular.com. Taxes, fees, and other third-party charges will apply. See website for additional details. Joe Biden threatening to airstrike us. Merrick Garland, more corruption at the DOJ. The economy sucks, and so do the school boards. All that's coming up on I'm Right. Why do we have a Second Amendment? I, I know you love it. I love it. Why do we have it, though? Who put that thing in there? Because remember, that's not normal. It's not a normal thing throughout history to have a country enshrine in its laws, no, 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 we want everyone to be armed. Why would they do such a thing? Well, let's talk about who these people were. These people were British subjects. British subjects who watched their government turn from a decent government into a tyrannical government, send soldiers into their homes, tax them, provide them nothing. They watch their government turn corrupt and abuse them before their eyes. And so when they started a new country, 
They decided every single American citizen should be armed. And rest assured, the founders wrote all this stuff down. Thomas Jefferson, when he describes the well-regulated militia, they love to act today like there's no explanation for that. Well, you're not a militia. Jefferson, when asked who is the militia, he said the whole people, everyone. You are the militia. I am the militia. We have the Second Amendment because the men who put in the Second Amendment just had to take up arms against their own government and fight it off. And they wrote down their reasons for that Second Amendment in case we have to fight the government. That's not controversial. That's not radical. That's what the Founding Fathers said. No, your Second Amendment isn't about hunting deer. You know that already. You know your Second Amendment also isn't about protecting you from a home invasion or a robber. That's a nice... That's a nice side benefit. I mean, don't get me wrong. You should use one to protect yourself against them, but that's a, that's a kind of, that's a bonus. Your Second Amendment exists specifically. It's in writing. So you can fight off the government. Should the government become despotic, they wanted you to be armed so you can remain free. And rest assured, you really need to understand this, and we have to be better about speaking plainly about this on the right. Because the right loves to dance around the actual why all the time. Why would they say this? Why would they say that? Oh, this doesn't seem right. We do this when it comes to Democrats and their attempt at gun grabbing all the time. We always do this. We'll bring up, what do we bring up? Statistics. Well, all these anti-gun cities have high crime. There's a good guy with a gun who saves someone. We bring up stats and numbers. Why don't we simply discuss why they want us disarmed? Because I have news for you, especially if you're on the right. You're a politician or pundit on the right. Democrats, as stupid as they are, they can read. They know the statistics. You can tell them all the statistics till you're blue in the face. They know. They understand. They understand exactly what their gun laws have done. They, they, they know. They bring up anti-gun things because they want the freedom to hurt you. They've gotten all the culture. They took it all over. They took over virtually every part of our society, especially nationally. And there's so much they want to do to you. There are so many ways they want to force you to live. And if they can't force you to live those ways, like all communists, they want to hurt you or kill you. It drives them up the wall that they can't. In America, it drives them up the wall. They've had so much success at other places around the world because they didn't, didn't have Second Amendment. They didn't have the guns. The people weren't armed. So just pass some laws, force the people to do whatever you want. They look out at the sea of guns and ammunition in this country, and it eats at them because they can't hurt you the way they want to hurt you. Democrats want your guns because they want the freedom to hurt you. That's just a fact. Which brings me to something that has become very, very common as far as Democrat talking points goes. I promised you I'd bring you some highlights from Joe Biden's speech where he mumbled and stumbled the whole way through it. And I'm, I'm going to do that here in just a second. But keep in mind, this video clip I'm about to play you with Joe Biden threatening to airstrike us, this is not some one-off. This is not Joe Biden losing his train of thought in a speech and saying something that he shouldn't have said. You will see Democrat after Democrat after Democrat after Democrat echoing similar things. Eric Swalwell has threatened nuclear weapons against Americans. Joe Biden, he's going to save the nukes for later. He'll just send an F-15 to your house. Like, quote, like most rights, the rights granted by the Second Amendment are not unlimited. They're not unlimited. 
Right now you can't go out and buy an automatic weapon. You can't go out and buy a cannon. And for those brave right-wing Americans who say it's all about keeping America, keeping America's independent and safe, if you want to fight against a country, you need an F-15. You need something a little more than a gun. Who are you planning on airstriking, Mr. President? And before I get to him, maybe the most revealing part of that clip isn't even Joe Biden and his stupid, idiotic, tyrannical speech. Did you see? Did you see how the crowd cheered when Joe Biden dropped that line about limiting your rights? Your rights aren't unlimited. Crowd full of communists. Yeah, limit those rights. Those are your fellow Americans. I want you to stop and think about that. But back to Joe Biden. They want to hurt you. And I want you to understand something clearly, because this is going to sound like hyperbole. It's going to sound like I'm just trying to do a bit for TV. Please hear me when I tell you the purge you're seeing in the United States military right now is directly, directly related to this new Democrat talking point. Who are they kicking out of the military right now? Anyone who won't take the vaccine? Okay, those are virtually all right-wingers. That's the hard purge. The soft purge is endless, endlessly pushing anti-white racism, endlessly pushing LGBTQ Air Force stuff, and so therefore the hard guys, anyone on the right who's in the military is getting out, he's being pushed out, and guys who are on the right who would join aren't joining. Now, what's that doing to your military? You don't think about it because you're not sitting there in the barracks every day. It's turning your military into something that has previously been full of patriots and definitely full of right-wingers. It's turning it into an entirely communist military. That is the direction we are heading and heading quickly. And I bring this up to you because that brings me back to Joe Biden and the F-15. You can sit there and mock him. You can get mad at him. You can tell him all the ways he's wrong, tell him that's an evil thing to do, and all those things are very fair. But what you really better do is you better understand that when Joe Biden goes to an F-15 pilot, that five, ten years from now and tells them to come drop napalm on your home with you and your family in it, that, pi- that pilot will comply. Have you considered that? You have a political party that has weaponized the entire administrative state against you. They are now purging the United States military of anybody who might step in and stop and defend you and now they're routinely threatening you with nuclear weapons, with F-15s. How do you think this ends? Where do you think we're going? We're going to a place where these people are going to order the military to hurt you. You know that, right? How do I know? Because that's what communists do. This is what communists do. They're going to send the military after you. They will, and the military will comply. Hey, look. That's what happens when you have an anti-American party. Again, they're not un-American now. Democrats are anti-American. They despise this country. They've been raised that way. That's why every different branch of the Democratic Party, from the LGBTQ to the Black Lives Matter to the climate change, every single one of them, what do they all have in common? They all have a serious ax to grind with America. That's the entire Democratic Party. Look, I said it a long time ago. I'll say it again right here, back when Barack Obama was president. If you were to hold a gun to his head and tell him he had to drop a nuclear weapon on one city in the the entire planet, any city he wanted, but he had to drop a nuke on it, Barack Obama would have dropped that nuclear weapon somewhere in Red America. I guarantee it. Not Tehran, not Moscow, not Beijing. 
somewhere in red America would have got the taste of a nuclear weapon. Joe Biden's the exact same. Virtually every single elected Democrat feels the exact same. Wrap your mind around that. I'm not trying to be over the top. I'm trying to make sure everyone is awake and understanding what we're facing here. Because what's really holding us back is not this evil communist filth we have in the White House and Congress and everything else. What's holding us back is the neighbor, your cousin, your brother, your father, your mother, who agree with you on the issues and they still think it's 1980. They have no idea what time it is. They have no idea exactly what kind of menace we're dealing with here. You understand these people are going to send the FBI, continue sending the FBI against these mega Republicans. You hear some of my friends in the other team talking about political violence and how it's necessary. Think about this now. Did any of you think, even as old as I am, you've ever been in an election where we talk about it's appropriate to use force, political violence in America? It's never appropriate. Never. Period. Never, never, never. No one should be encouraged to use political violence. None whatsoever. And look, you know, if we're in a situation where, to this day, the MAGA Republicans in Congress defend the mob that stormed the Capitol on January 6th. Political violence. Almost 400. Go look it up. Almost 400 incidents against Trump supporters during Trump's four years. Some of them were shot in the face and murdered. Others were mowed down by cars driving by a MAGA parade. We had a sustained four-year communist violent assault against MAGA Republicans, and now they're out there saying, you're a domestic terrorist. Do you see what they're doing? Tell me you're awake now. Please tell me you're going to wake up your neighbor, your brother, your mother, to what's happening here. What's happening here now? These people have teamed up with the FBI to declare you a terrorist for what you believe. You're on the side of a mob, the side of the police. You can't be pro-law enforcement and pro-insurrection. You can't be a party of law and order and call the people who attacked the police on January 6th patriots. You can't do it. What are we teaching our children? It's just that simple. And now it's sickening to see the new attacks on the FBI. I'm also opposed to defunding the FBI. Oh, I'm sure he loves the FBI. You see, the FBI has become the vanguard, the vanguard of the Democratic Party. They are spearheading the effort to turn you into a domestic terrorist for owning a weapon, driving an SUV, eating a side of beef. You better wake up your relatively normal neighbor into exactly how dangerous it has gotten in this country. Because his, his insistence that it's 1980, I just want to watch some football, that's what's killing us. We had better wake up quickly. All that may have made you uncomfortable, but I'm right. We have more about the DOJ, Merrick Garland, the corruption of the administrative state in just a moment. Before I get to that, do me a favor and do something to make sure you're prepared. I do this because it makes me feel better. I buy ammunition. I buy water. I buy ways to make sure I can make more clean water. 
I have an emergency food supply. I'm increasing that. I have gold. Oxford Gold Group delivers me gold coins to my front door. If everything goes to crap on us, and I hope it doesn't, I'm going to have a way to purchase goods and services. Might keep my family alive. Do you? I'm not asking you, nor will I ever ask you to do anything drastic or anything you can't afford or anything like that. If you can't do it, don't. Man, if you can, get some gold in your hands. They will send you gold coins to your front door. Call 833-995-GOLD, Oxford Gold Group. We'll be back. Each morning, the President of the United States receives a highly classified briefing on the most important issues facing the country. It's called the President's Daily Brief, or PDB. It's delivered by America's spies and analysts. Well, now you can hear your very own PDB in the form of a podcast hosted by me, Brian Dean Wright, a former CIA operations officer. Each morning at 6 a.m. Eastern, I'll bring you 15 to 20 minutes of the most important issues facing the country giving you the critical intelligence and analysis you need to start your morning. Yesterday, we talked to you about a special agent, FBI special agent, Tim Tebalt, and how he was escorted from the building. So obviously, when people see some notorious communist scumbag who was wearing an FBI badge escorted from the building, rumors started flying. Was he fired? Was he escorted out? Was he, was he a security risk? And Tebald apparently took great offense to that, came out and put out a statement. He admitted he's under investigation for violating the Hatch Act because he has social media posts all over the place sounding, of course, like a card-carrying communist. Here's his statement, though. There have been allegations, well, from his attorney, there have been allegations that Mr. Tebalt's social media posts potentially violated the Hatch Act, and those allegations are being investigated by the Office of Special Counsel. He firmly believes any investigation will conclude that his supervision, leadership, and decision-making were not impacted by political bias or partisanship of any kind. Man, he sounds very confident, doesn't he? And why wouldn't he sound very confident? Because, of course, he's going to get off scot-free. Of course he is. And, and let's understand something. If you take your position at the Federal Bureau of Investigation, the federal law enforcement arm, and then you choose to abuse that power that you've been given, forget firing, early retirement. You have to go to prison for the rest of your life. You have to sit in a tiny cell the rest of your life not just because of your abuse, not just because of justice. So every single other agent at the Federal Bureau of Investigation can watch what happens when you choose to do political activism with your power. It is critical that this guy go to prison for the rest of his life and not a thing is going to happen to him. Oh, I know he's under investigation. Maybe even, maybe even they'll put out a statement. We saw he acted inappropriately here. What will happen after that? Well, I don't know. If you want to know what's going to happen to Tim Tebow, maybe we should look back. Let's look at the past. You know who Kevin Kleinsmith is, right? The FBI lawyer. The FBI lawyer who took a document because he wanted to get a FISA warrant to spy on Trump's campaign. He took a document and crossed out one of the answers on it and changed the answer from yes to no, or no to yes, I forget what it was, 
and then brought the document that he just falsified to the FISA court so he could get a FISA warrant to spy on Barack Obama's political opponents. Do you know what Kevin Kleinsmith is doing today? Is he sitting in Fort Leavenworth? Nope, he's still practicing law. He's wealthy. He didn't, forget punishment, he got rewarded. You can expect the exact same for Tim Tebalt because the system takes care of its own every single time. And boy, oh boy, are they battening down the hatches over there. Because the only reason we know things about Tim Tebalt, the reason we know things about the Mar-a-Lago raid, the reason we're finding out about the rampant malfeasance at the FBI, is we actually do have some whistleblowers. And I applaud each and every one of them. I'm glad we have some. We don't have near enough, mind you. There aren't near enough to justify the continued existence of this organization. But we do have some. So. What's the Department of Justice doing with this? Kind of a big deal. Remember, the FBI is under the Department of Justice. You have whistleblowers at the FBI coming forward and saying, hey, uh, some bad stuff going on inside the building. They're going to members of Congress, going to senators. I know because they've come to me and I've sent them to senators. I even know their names. What's the DOJ doing about that? They locking things down at the FBI? Are they shutting them down and saying, we're not turning the lights back on until we figure out what's going on over there? I mean, after all, that is the DOJ's job. Oh, no, 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 no. They put out a memo to employees reminding them that they're not allowed to talk to Congress. Wrap your mind around this. The Department of Justice finds out that agents at the Federal Bureau of Investigation are doing wildly tyrannical and illegal things with the powers they've been given. They find out some whistleblowers are going to Congress about it. Instead of stepping up, investigating, going after the FBI, they immediately locked down their own employees and told them, hey, keep a lid on all this. And we still have Republicans. We still have Republicans and talking head idiots on TV and radio saying things about the good men and women at the FBI. That's not good enough. It's simply not good enough. We can't walk up to yet another raging inferno and toss a glass of water on it and hope that we're helping. There is no easy and gentle way to clean up a federal law enforcement arm that is this out of control. You can't have congressional hearings to do it. You can't be nice. You can't sit and praise them the entire time. This tree of rot has to be torn up from the roots and cast aside. It simply has to happen now. Otherwise, we are going to have the continued abuse of you and me endlessly, without end. Do keep in mind these people have the power to destroy your life. And one other thing, I have to say something about Trump. Trump found out about all this corrupt FBI malfeasance and he took to social media, his social media, and he said on True Social, yeah, it's just all bad, it's terrible, the FBI sucks, agree with him, all that, all that's, all that's fine. But he also said one other thing and we have to have a hard talk about it and keep in mind, if this offends you, I don't give a crap. This is not your mommy's show, this is your daddy's show. Donald Trump said, declare the rightful winner or, and this would be the minimal solution, Declare the 2020 election irreparably compromised and have a new election immediately. Okay, I am sorry to burst your bubble, but if you believe the 2020 election is going to be reheld, you're an idiot. And you need to stop being an idiot because we cannot be idiots. There will be no redo of the 2020 election. 
Oh, and keep in mind, I'm the one who talks about all the cheating all the time. These GOP states, they should be passing laws, digging in, making sure these scumbags can't cheat again. However, if Donald Trump is going to spend the next two years talking about 2020 election and redoing the election, we are going to lose in 2024. I don't care how much you love to hear it or how much I love to hear it. People who aren't paying attention don't want to hear about the past. They want to hear about the border and inflation and the future. And if our message is, I got screwed last time, we're going to lose. Should you care about election cheating? You bet. So should I. The GOP state legislatures should be catching all kinds of heat trying to lock this stuff down. Should this be Trump's message as the likely nominee? Absolutely not. This stuff is going to kill us. And this axe to grind crap has got to stop now. Don't be a never Trumper. Remember, there are two kinds of never Trumpers. Two kinds, not one. There's two kinds. There's the DC Beltway type looking down his nose at all those MAGA Republicans. Oh, these icky rubes. Oh, Trump's so icky, I hate him. That's the first kind. You know that guy. He writes, he shows up on the news. You know that guy. There's a second kind of never-Trumper, and he's actually much more damaging than the first kind. The second kind of never-Trumper is the kind who worships everything Donald Trump says and does, thinks he can never do any wrong, therefore never offers any criticism, and Trump never improves. If you hear that we're going to redo the 2020 election, and you clap and say, yeah, let's have another election, a redo, you're the problem. Stop. Stop being a never-Trumper. Help Trump. Trump needs help. He needs our help. He needs help getting back on message, tightening things up. You waving your bag of pom-poms every time he says something stupid doesn't help. Let me get that off my chest. All right. How bad is the economy? We're going to talk to John Carney about it next. Before we talk to John about it, whew, I'm fine. I'm calm. Go get yourself an Eden Pure Thunderstorm. Or three. They sell three packs now because of me. Why because of me? Well, I always have had to have air purifiers because my allergies have sucked since we moved to Montana when I was 10 years old. It's been terrible. Well, I never had one that allowed me to stop taking the over-the-counter allergy medication I took. Buddy tells me about an Eden Pure Thunderstorm. We were just gabbing about it one night. Oh, I can't stand up my eyes itch. Tells me to go get one of these things. I get it. I actually called him and made fun of him. I said, what is this little thing? It's just this little black box. What's this going to do? It worked so well, I went out and bought three more of them. They sell three packs for my viewers. Go to EdenPureDeals.com, code JESSE, gets you $200 off one of those three packs. EdenPureDeals.com, code JESSE. We'll be back. While higher interest rates, slower growth, and softer labor market conditions will bring down inflation, they will also bring some pain to households and businesses. These are the unfortunate costs of reducing inflation. That doesn't sound good. I don't know what any of those words mean. I bet John does, though. Joining me now, my friend John Carney, Breitbart News and Finance and Economics reporter. All right, John, I, I, I thought we were already experiencing economic pain it's going to get worse? It's going to get a lot worse. What Powell was telling us right then is that this really good jobs market we've been having is going to go away. That the Fed has realized that it can't just sort of play around at the edges, maybe reduce the rate of job growth. That after what we've seen, remember we had 528,000 jobs added in July, 
the Labor Department just told us that there were 11.239 million job openings in July. So this is, the labor market is still very hot. And what Powell is telling us is that's going to have to come to an end. We've been dealing with a lot of inflation and they're going to try to crush the labor market in order to bring down inflation. That's what he says. Pain is coming, get ready. I've, I, I frankly haven't ever heard anything like that from a central banker in my lifetime. Uh, it's been you know a long time since we're used to the central bankers coming and telling us they're going to rescue us and relieve the pain. That now we're being told they're gonna bring the pain, baby. Okay, John, I need you to do the best you can and try to turn your IQ down to my level and explain to me what that means. How are they going to crush the labor market? What's that mean for the normal person watching right now? What are you talking about? Right, well, what it will mean is there will be less jobs available six months from now for people who are looking for work. Unemployment, which is right now near 3.5%, the Fed is going to be happier when that comes up. We have two job openings for every unemployed person in the United States, the Fed would like to bring that down to about one to one. If you did that- But how do they do that? How can they bring it down is what right. I'm asking. How well, can the so, Fed bring down the number of jobs? So by making financial conditions really tight. So if they raise interest rates a uh, lot, then businesses borrow less, businesses expand less, people spend less. So what they want to do is make it really hard to spend and expand any business to, for consumers to spend for businesses to spend that'll bring down or in theory by the way it's been a long time since we tried this so in theory that will bring down hiring in the economy and that's how they'll end up cooling off the labor market okay uh, higher interest rates overall though don't sound good on top of on top of the labor thing when interest rates go up like this, what do I not see, John? You see this stuff. I don't see it. What, what what kind of pain is coming that I can't foresee when interest rates go up this high? So the one I bet you can see is you know that mortgage rates are going to go up. When yes. the Fed yes. is raising rates, it pushes up mortgage rates. What does that mean? It means home buying is more expensive. When home buying is more expensive, that means eventually home values either have to come down because the rate because the interest rates come up so much, or the home values have to at least go flat for a long enough that they're no longer, that homes aren't so expensive. So if you were hoping, let's say, to sell your home for a big gain, we've seen big gains over the last couple of years. If you were hoping to see that over the next year, you're gonna be severely disappointed. In fact, I think we'll have disappointing uh, home appreciation for at least the next five years. Oof, five years of, okay. All right, so the home, that's bad for the housing market. Explain something to me, John, about the car market or the auto industry at all. These guys are all sold out all the time. Everyone's paying full price for a vehicle. Now they're giving max value for a vehicle. I know the car industry is a big part of our economy, or at least you know, a big enough chunk of it. What am I not seeing there? What's going to hurt us there? Well, again, the, the, what you just described is an inflationary dynamic, right? It's hard to find a new car. So everybody goes no. out and as soon as you find one that you want, you know, the brand you want has a car, you drive a hundred miles and you pay, you know, sometimes more than the full, full sticker yeah. price. Nobody negotiates car prices. So what the Fed hopes to do is by driving up the interest rate to make people a little more hesitant to make these big ticket purchases, 
and what is and so that means there's not as much competition for the car that comes into the lot of the of the new car dealer or the used car dealer Oof. that brings down the price eventually and so that's how they bring down inflation it is a painful process golly this sounds terrible john carney thank you my man i appreciate you thanks for having me that sounds like a lot of manipulation of the market I'm sure that'll all go fine, right? Golly. <laughs> Gosh. All right. All right. We, we, Project Veritas has a new undercover video. We're going to play it for you next. Before we play you that, put your money where your morals are. I say it all the time. You know, the truth is, I actually stole that line from my wife. Don't ever tell her I told you, but it's true, right? Put your money where your morals are. We've been terrible about that, myself included. We shop at businesses that hate our guts. We go purchase services from businesses. They hate our guts. They spit on you every day. Oh, Pride Month, look at our rainbow flag. And then here in come you and me walking in. Hey, I'd love to buy something. I'd love to fund your business. Would you like to know who shares your values in your area? Go download Public SQ in the App Store. It's right there. Public SQ. Google, Android, whatever you've got, download it. It will tell you who in your area shares your values. That is an easy way to be purposeful with your money. Public SQ. We'll be back. So then what do you do as a Catholic? So if you find out someone is Catholic, then what? So have you found like that certain religions tend to be more right wing? Protestants in this area probably are as well. That's interesting. No more Catholics for him, huh? Courtesy of Project Veritas, they do great work. Joining me now, my friend Kira Davis, editor at large, Red State, and running for school board in Orange County. Kira, I'm not a Catholic myself, but I, I wouldn't would never occur to me to be biased against them or prejudiced against them. What do you think that guy in particular has in, what do you think his problem is with Catholics? Well, I mean, he obviously has some personal issues and the progressives like to let their personal issues dictate their professional issues. But, you know, Catholic, Protestant, whatever, uh, there is sort of this war on faith as housed on the left, it, it's it's projected to us as kind of a war on misinformation or a war on right-wingers, but really it's a war on faith. And here's the thing, faith is literally the most normal thing in the world, let alone America. Being a Catholic is actually very normal. Being a Christian, a Protestant is actually extremely normal, if you can use those two words together. It's very normal. You know, th these are, the Christianity is the major religion of our world. So these people are the ones that are on the fringes, not us and certainly not the Catholics. And it's not that we're the problem, they're the problem. They want to occupy the fringes and call that normality and it's not. It's normal to believe in God. Normal, regular people, almost every person in the world believes in God. 
Kira, why did we ever think that school could be absent of any religion at all? It's a mistake that was made long before you or I were ever involved in all this stuff, but it just seems so painfully naive. I know hindsight's twenty twenty. Well, let's get rid of those pesky Ten Commandments. Who believes in thou shalt not steal anyway, right? Let's dump all this. Let's dump prayer before class. Let's dump all this. And we actually believe there could just be some vac vacuum where there was no religion at all. What kind of fairy tale is that? That's the boomer fairy tale. <laughs> That's mm -hmm. The baby boomers gave us that. I mean, my parents' generation, I was raised in an atheist home. And I was raised to sort of believe that that we, we could be above faith. Now, of course, when I discovered faith, what I realized is that um, I can't be above anything. I am below. I am lowest to the ground, and I need a savior to 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 lift me up. And that was my experience. But their generation were people who were rejecting their parents' values. They felt like their parents' values were the problem. That was the problem. And if we just got rid of those, we'd have this utopia. But it's it's an idea as old as time. I mean, even the from the first moments in, in Genesis, where Adam and Eve felt, okay, well, we don't need God to do this thing that we want to do or to know this thing we want to, we want to know. And philosophy and arts, I mean, all throughout history, we have seen people destroy the very foundations of, of civil society, which I do believe are Judeo-Christian values, in the name of, of being above all that. But yeah, you, you get rid of God in the schools and then we have all this utter and complete chaos. It's not a coincidence. And the utopianists would like us to believe that it is a coincidence, but it is absolutely not. These concepts are fundamentally related. And I think that's why you've seen many, many, many parents pull their kids out of public schools, uh, many more than usual over the last two years to find some sort of education that reflects their values. You know what, the, the socialists and the Marxists, they were smart, they got it. They got into our schools early and they knew if they start early that we would have really a lot of trouble untangling our kids from that mess when they got older. And they were absolutely right. It took them 75 years to get here. I hope it doesn't take us 75 years to dig out, but it will take a concerted effort and a real battlefront that people are willing to stand up and fight for. That's true. I've been doing a bunch of reading on this stuff lately. Did you know in the early 19th century people that they went for the teachers unions first when the communists were trying to get a foothold here? That was step number one was the teachers unions. They always knew. They're smart, crafty. All right, Kira, you have a piece up on Red State. I want people to go read about it. White teachers are getting fired first? Hold on. What? How that? Where's that happening? Why? Uh, it's just justice, Jesse, <laughs> I guess. Yeah. Uh, in in uh, Minnesota, in Minneapolis, to be uh, concise, the Minneapolis Teachers Union actually uh, it, um, negotiated a new contract with their school district. And the new contract provides for if there are uh, layoffs or trim downs in the district, that white teachers must be fired first in order of seniority. So typically teachers unions fire in order of seniority. It doesn't matter how good of a teacher you are or bad of a teacher. It's just this idiot policy that they have that, you know, the more time you have, the less, the more immunity you have from termination. But now they've renegotiated that idiotic provision and inserted their own idiotic provision, which is to preserve uh, teachers and staff of color first and fire white teachers first. And they claim that this is sort of setting right a wrong from years past when 
black teachers or teachers of color uh, were denied employment in school districts on racial basis. They didn't offer any data. The union didn't offer any data. How many people got fired? How many people maybe lost jobs because of racism in the 50s, in the 60s, or you know, whenever the Democrats were giving us segregation the first time. They don't have any data from that. But they said that this is gonna right the wrong. So they, and they're proud of it. When they got called out on it, they didn't back up, they doubled down. They were like, this is righting wrongs from years past. We are making sure that people who have been victimized by the colonizers get the first opportunities to succeed. Jesse, this is nothing but discrimination. What is discrimination? It is, it is exhibiting bias or prejudice against someone based on their race, ethnicity, or religion. The bigotry is based on judging people on outward characters. This is bigotry, this is discrimination, this is Jim Crow. I went and looked up the definition of Jim Crow and the definition of Jim Crow is, is keeping people separated according to their races. This is Jim Crow. So when Joe Biden goes out there and says, oh, election integrity laws are actually Jim Crow on steroids. Well, no, he knows better than anyone what Jim Crow is because Jim Crow is a, is, is a uh, fantasy of the Democrat party, one that they were able to implement on our people all through the 50s and 60s and one that they're trying to implement again. I don't see how you find any other explanation for what this is. This is Jim Crow on steroids. It's covered up by the word anti-racism, but I don't care what you put in front of the word racism, it's still racism. Kira, I woke up today because I don't live in California. It gave me a little bit of a smirk, but you do live in California, so you probably didn't smirk. And I saw the news on my phone that you're being told to conserve energy now. Don't put that thermostat below 78, getting all kinds of rules. Kira, I'm so confused. I'm not some geologist, but I understood California is sitting on vast quantities of energy, virtually unlimited. I was told California could actually power the entirety of the United States if they needed to. So what's wrong with your AC? Well, we could power all of the U.S., but we actually end up powering Europe and Russia. We ship our, we we are we are uh, drilling for oil in California. People don't get that twisted. Don't let Governor Newsom tell you that we're not drilling. We are drilling here. We're not drilling for us. We're shipping it away as we close down dams, as we limit the flow from the Colorado River, which gives us a lot of power here, especially in Southern California. Uh, we're enacting new crazy environmental regulations like the one that Newsom just signed, which would effectively eliminate gas powered vehicles for sale in the state by 2035. They hope to have us on a full 35% of our cars being manufactured as electric vehicles by I think 2028. So they have these pie in the sky dreams. We're gonna have nowhere to plug in the cars. That's the thing. The thing that the media isn't reporting also is we're not getting warnings just to conserve our AC. People were going into a big heat wave this week. It's not global warming, it's summer. It's September and it's the hottest month in Southern California. So we're getting all of these warnings. We're also getting warnings to make sure our electric vehicles are all charged up ahead of time so that we don't have any issues because the last time we had unexpected blackouts, people were stranded on the side of the roads in their Teslas. So this is the backwards thinking of the green energy crowd and the Democrats who don't really care about consequences, only care about what you can put on a ballot. Kira Davis, what's your, what's your website for the school board race? 
thank you. You can go support me at kiraforschoolboard.org, kiraforschoolboard.org. I'm up against a union machine here. Uh, we were talking earlier just about how they've infiltrated the, um, the schools and the teachers unions, and this is how we fight back. You can help by going to kiraforschoolboard.org and donating. Kira Davis, appreciate you. Thank you. All right. You're going to want to hang around for Lighten the Mood. Before you do that, just wrap your mind around how destructive and evil your policies have to be to starve California of energy. That's actually amazing. Are you starting to understand why I tell you to buy an emergency food supply? Because of how fast this destruction is coming now? It's not, it's not moving at the same pace, right? It's ramping up. It's really snowballing on us here. Go get some food. You know what happens to your grocery store if the lights go off in your area? All that food goes bye-bye. How long can you and your family eat? Go to preparewithjessikelly.com. My Patriot Supply is partnered with me to provide a three-month food kit, $250 off. Get one of these for everyone who lives in your home. If there's two, you get two of them. One, just get one. If there's five, you get five of them. But get one for every single person in the home. Preparewithjessikelly.com. Go now. We'll be back. All right. It's time to lighten the mood. That was a lot to go through. And what are we going to do to lighten the mood? Well, we're going to laugh at Joe Biden. What's more fun than that? <laughs> Before we do that, let's talk about you. Let's talk about you getting sharper, better, stronger. Because we are facing who knows what, right? I mean, who knows how bad all this crap's going to get us? Obviously not good right now. Part of that is getting the right nutrition inside of you. And I'm terrible at that. I am. I hate vegetables, you know. I'm not exactly some world-class eater. I take a male vitality stack from Chalk every day. In fact, I've been taking one for, gosh, about six months now. You cannot believe the difference in how you feel, your energy, how you sleep. Ladies, there's a female vitality stack. These are all natural herbal supplements. I get every vitamin and mineral I need every day, courtesy of Chalk. Go to choq.com, promo code JESSE. That gets you 30% off the entire store, all right? choq.com promo code jesse all right i don't know what i enjoy more well actually it's all terrible but joe biden i don't know if racist is the right word i mean a lot of people call him a racist and i understand why joe biden is just kind of really honest about what he believes and very honest about the fans he prefers in the crowd thank you for being here Thank you for being here. Well, thank you very much. Thank you. How are you, baby? How old are you? How old are you? Almost double figures. If I can inter just interject for a moment. My deceased son, Bo, he was the attorney general of the state of Delaware. And what he used to do is go down in the east side, the, what called the bucket, highest crime rate in the country. There's a place where I used to, I was the only white guy that worked as a lifeguard down in that area, on the east side. And you know where the, you can always tell where the best basketball in the state is, and the best basketball in the city is. It's where everybody shows up. <laughs> I can't. I can't. 
The little girl thing? Oh, almost double digits. Oh, nice. <laughs> All right. I'll see you tomorrow. Each morning, the President of the United States receives a highly classified briefing on the most important issues facing the country. It's called the President's Daily Brief, or PDB. It's delivered by America's spies and analysts. Well, now you can hear your very own PDB in the form of a podcast hosted by me, Brian Dean Wright, a former CIA operations officer. Each morning at 6 a.m. Eastern, I'll bring you 15 to 20 minutes of the most important issues facing the country giving you the critical intelligence and analysis you need to start your morning. Hollywood is under siege from external forces. The same Hollywood that sold the American dream is now making nightmares a reality. Many major films make choices to appease the Chinese Communist Party to be distributed in China. Join Tiffany Meyer, an investigative reporter in Hollywood Takeover. Brought to you by the Epic Times, where she reveals how the CCP exerts control over some major studios. Don't miss the most important documentary about Hollywood yet. For a limited time, watch the first 10 minutes for free at hollywoodtakeover.com slash jesse. Hey, have you ever used Cheapo Air? For years, and I really like it. With Cheapo Air, you can book online, use their app, or even over the phone. They've got great prices on over 500 airlines and millions of accommodations. They're my go-to for travel planning. And if you join their Club Miles program, you can earn points to save on the cost of your travel. Book on the app, and you get double points. Sounds like it's time I tried Cheapo Air. Call Cheapo Air at 855-247-3279 or visit CheapoAir.com slash podcast. Born on America's darkest day of 9-11, the Tunnel to Towers Foundation has been helping America's heroes ever since. When a first responder or military service member doesn't come home and young children are left behind, Tunnel to Towers pays the mortgage on the family home to lift the financial burden. For catastrophically injured veterans and first responders, Tunnel to Towers builds mortgage-free smart homes, enabling severely injured heroes to move around their homes more independently. Through the foundation's homeless veteran program, Tunnel to Towers is providing housing and services to homeless veterans because all veterans who served honorably, whether in peacetime or war, deserve our nation's gratitude. People who put their lives on the line for our country and our communities need your help now more than ever. Join Tunnel to Towers on its mission to do good and never forget 9-11 or the sacrifices of this country's heroes. Donate $11 a month at T2T.org. That's T, the number two, T. Dot org. The 2024 election is upon us, and now is the time to fight back against the war on masculinity in American society today. Thankfully, the patriots at Chalk, C-H-O-Q, are here to help real American men maximize their masculinity by boosting testosterone levels up to 20% over 90 days. I've been taking a male vitality stack from Chalk for like three years now. It is incredible. They are here to help make American men strong again. Testosterone testosterone fueled again maximize your masculinity today at choq.com use the code jesse for a massive discount on any chalk subscription for life choq.com code jesse limited time offer subscription cancelable at any time